0: From Soleil on you're listening to Nix's
1: Podcast. Welcome to the Nixus Podcast. My name is Melanie Nix and today I'm sitting down with Soleil Noir, a rock French group from France um, with a little twist of didgeridoo. I mean, if you guys haven't listened to them yet, you definitely don't want to miss this episode so you can hear the music. Um, So welcome. Welcome. I'm glad to have you here. Um, Let's start with the questions. Um, How did you learn to sing, start playing music? What's your role in the band?
0: OK, so, uh, well, I'm going to speak for my two mates that are not here with us tonight, Sub and Nico. Uh, I sing, play the guitar, and the DJ we do in the band. Uh, Sub uh, plays the bass and backing vocals, and uh, Nico plays the drums and backing vocals. We basically learned from scratch in 1994. We were just at school students and uh, getting bored and teenagers and trying to canalize a bit of energy, uh, trying to get out the street not getting in trouble too often. So we just started in a garage with friends. Uh, We did not even know how to play, and that's how it started.
1: (laughs) It's, It's a good way to start, having fun. I mean, music is all about having fun. Uh, yes, there is three members of Soleil Noir, but Seb and Nico couldn't be here because they're in France, and everybody knows that time zones are a bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the first instrument you learned to play? We heard you play guitar, you played didgeridoo. What's
0: the first it thing? It was a guitar. It was a guitar. It was a guitar that I told my older brother bring home, and uh, it was a full guitar. A friend lent it to him, I borrowed him, and, uh, uh, you know... As a little brother, I was ah, I want to play, I want to play. he said, nope, it's not mine, you can't play. So I waited in to <laughs> to be out of the house, and I just opened the case, and I started to put my fingers on the on the guitar, and it was just like, okay, wow, that's fantastic. Wow, I want to try this again and again. And at the same time, uh, I was listening uh, to not a lot of music. Uh, I think it was in 1990 or something. So I was quite young and with a bit of a, not really a, uh, uh, educated with rock music or anything but my other brother he, he had those pixies tapes from the doolittle so uh, i you know i stole the cast the, i stole the tape and i started. <laughs> i tried to try to reproduce what i could hear on the on the radio so that's how i went
1: that's pretty cool uh what were you listening to back then what, what was your 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 band your your you know your go to
0: so when I started on my own, before meeting my, my friends, it was all about Pixies. I was just totally in shock the first time I listened to that tape. And I said, okay, this is what I want to do. I had no idea how I could do that or how I would do that, but I, I knew that I would do something like that. So I, I was totally amazed by this music. It was new to me. I could not understand the lyrics. I barely speak English at that time. <laughs> Uh, but it was something unreal, and I just wanted to do the same thing. So that's pretty much why we started straight when we met with the friends a couple of years after to just do our own music. We are not interested in doing all the band's music. We had an, an idea like, okay, what can we do? Uh, even if it's crap, it's okay. Let's see what we can do. And Absolutely. That's, that's how we did it, yeah.
1: That's that's very cool. Um, like you said, that you didn't understand, like... Um you know a lot of the, the, the lyrics and everything, uh, which is normal. Let's play a little trick on the listeners. C'est complètement normal quand ça prend une deuxième langue puis normalement tu parles de français. Des fois la musique, mais la musique a pas de uh, la musique a jamais de limites. Même si on comprend pas les mots, on sent toujours les émotions.
0: Oui, vraiment. Je pense que la musique euh, elle va au-delà du langage et c'est une langue universelle, comme on dit souvent, et Et on s'en rend compte puisque aujourd'hui euh, Soleil Noir est écouté en Amérique du Nord. C'est quelque chose que je pensais pas possible il y a 20 ans. Et curieusement, c'est ça qui arrive maintenant. On est un groupe qui chante en français et qui passe avec des playlists avec des groupes qui chantent en anglais. C'est incroyable.
1: Music has no borders. Um, we just, I'll just recap real quick. Um, I'm French speaking, this is my first language, so to sit down with somebody else that speaks French was really nice, was a a very, very different. Um, We were saying that music has no borders, music has no limitations. Uh, You can listen to a French song, a Spanish song, any kind of language, and you can still feel the essence of the song. Um, He was saying it's incredible how, uh, you know, 20 years later after they started, how his music is now playing in North America alongside with like a bunch of English artists, like American artists. So it's it's pretty cool. Social media did help a lot with that, uh, being able to cross over the, the the oceans and being listened to everywhere in the world.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you say that, man, because uh, it's been an amazing community I discovered. Uh, or I've been I've been invited to a couple of weeks, months ago, and it keeps growing on every day and we all together we share we learn so so much from each other it's just amazing i'm so glad to be part of it and that's pretty that's pretty much how we met actually so i'm grateful
1: yeah yeah that that community has been blooming um for the last month i would say right like a a little bit before that but i got i caught the wave in the last month and it's been incredible the support that everybody's giving each other and that's how we're going to win in life we have yeah. to stop competing and start collaborating.
0: And it's something that is barely emerging in France right now. We started to share about this reality because we were happy to, to, to have this possibility to share. And, uh, it was a bit of a shy start, but, uh, it's getting there. Uh, we've got a couple of friends in southeast of France, uh, that's starting to share the music to, you know, to like each other's, to share some playlists. It's, it's a little bit of something new for most of the indie bands in France, I would say, well, from my own knowledge, I'm not going to involve anybody but my own on this one, but I, I had the, the feeling that it was not something easy for French bands. It's not it's not a habit, it's not a routine. Um, yeah. It was so easy to do that uh, with American bands, English bands, Australian bands. Lately, I was just amazed. I mean, I want to... Uh, I want to, I want to salute all those friends that I met in the past with Peril Fortune, Anger of the Door, Death Pigeon, uh, Tower from friends, from friends as well. Uh, there's so many, I'm forgetting so many, but uh, you, 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 you folks have been so important for all of us and we support each other and, you know, it makes sense day after day. You know, you know how it is with music and you're gonna struggle every day. It's not gonna be, a, it's not gonna be fun. It's gonna be a roller coaster. You've got a life to, to live. you got, you got to put food on the table. It's not, it's not easy, but, this kind of support means the world. To me, personally, it helps me get through my my day, you know? So it's, I just want to, uh, yeah, to... I,
1: I, li- I like the community that was built. Uh, there's a lot of support. There's a lot of talk. And it's not just musical support. Like, we're supporting each other in many other ways. Like, you're having a bad day. You hop in that Discord. You say you're having a bad day. And somebody's got a joke for you. Or somebody's got an advice or an ear for you. So it's a really nice community. Um, I'm I'm blessed, like really with this community and I hope it's going to keep growing. Um, You know, France, uh, everywhere, like if they want to put their songs on the show, I don't mind any language, any for me, music has no limitation. I will play any language on the show. That's awesome. I mean, I'll sit down for any interview, but it has to be in English or in French, because then if not, I we can't have this conversation. But for music. There's no limit. Um, What's the story behind Soleil Noir? Uh, For my English-speaking friends, Soleil Noir would be black sun in English.
0: So we come from southeast of France, a little town called Saint-Raphael on the French Riviera. It's a pretty sunny country. You're you're near the the shore of the Mediterranean Sea. It's pretty hot by summertime. Uh, It's a very touristic place by summer, and then it's going to become kind of a ghost of my winter that's pretty much why we had to do that music to not get bored (laughs) but anyway the sun means a lot to us Uh, it represents who we are and at the same time uh, you know there was a bit of darkness in our life like uh, I would say most of teenagers growing up you know faced that reality of becoming an adult smashed in that world of uh, injustice and darkness and um, we had to, to put a bit of that as well because it was also part of our story Actually, there's a poet from France called Gérard de Nerval, and is, uh, he had written a poem called Estes and there's, uh, a re- he refers to the Soleil Noir, Le Soleil Noir de la Mélancolie. Et mon lutte étoilée porte Le Soleil Noir de la Mélancolie. And there was also this French band, Noir Désir, who used to say, uh, Il reste à voir Le Soleil Noir de ta Narcisse, tu me donnes le mal. So those two things... Just made sense to us at that time, and it was an easy decision to say, Let's call ourselves Soleil Noir. It represents who we are. So, yeah, that's the story behind Black Sun Soleil Noir.
1: That's the name I haven't heard in a while. The band that you just mentioned, uh, Noir Desir, like Desir Noir, like that that, I haven't heard that name in a long time. That's a that's that's pretty cool. I love I love hearing how band names like how people get with their band names or their artist names. There's always a little interesting story behind it. Or sometimes I get told literally, I don't know, it just came up." Like yeah. I'm like, "Okay, still good, still good." You know? <laughs> how would you guys describe your music?
0: Okay, so we come from France and. Uh for us, in the 90s, we were just amazed by those uh, American bands in Seattle. You know, this big wave of grunge music was like, for us, we were not even able to see them live. They would barely come to France or they would come to Paris or other other countries and we were too young or we come from more or less families. We could not afford a ticket. So we were dreaming of those American bands all the time and we wanted to... to Wanted to live that in our own music. I would never say that we, we, we were inspired by them, but we tried to identify uh, as themselves, as, you know, people that probably came from modest families as well, uh, from industrial cities and that wanted to get out that trouble and stress and tragedy of their life by playing music and we have, we are lucky to have very good families, okay, even if if we come from modest families. But uh, it's, I think it's an important part of what what is involved in our music, um, something that represents uh, who we are as a society as well. And um, yeah, so there's there's a bit of um, American rock music in a way of the rhythms. I would say Uh Pixies, definitely more than I w- I would expect it and. Uh, Probably a bit of a grunge band, but I'm not going to say a name because I would say it would be disrespectful. I would never, <laughs> I would never be able to be at that level. But uh, I have so huge respect for all those bands that uh, paved the the road for a lot of a lot of bands across the world. So in in French for us, it was very important. Uh, although in the more melodic style, I would I would talk about maybe a little bit more English styles or uh, melodic like Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, uh, the Cure, uh, and um, bands like uh, The Gun Machine, for instance. Uh, the Gun Machine were a huge influence for me. Uh, and uh, for Seth, for instance, was Interpol uh, with the bass. And for Nico, it was uh, um, more progressive rock. Uh, at some point, Mike Portnoy and lots of different uh, drummers he was really addicted with. And then we had the the band uh, the band part that came from uh, at the drive-in, uh, so on that band uh, was um, keeping everything simple in the drums, very efficient but simple. It, it was a huge influence for us. Uh, so we we try to we're not we don't consider ourselves a very good musician. We play instruments, but I think we play quite good together, and that's that's our strength. And that's how we define our music here. Uh, we keep it simple, but there's some uh, some good mix of three people together, and that uh, makes sense at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: And where where does the redo come from?
0: Okay, so the didgeridoo, uh, Okay, uh, when I was 18 years old, I said, "Okay, bye, parents. I'm I'm going. I'm going out. I'm gonna travel." My sister was in Scotland at that time, so I, I bought a flight ticket and I just went to Scotland to see my sister, and. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my big revolution. I was, like, so proud of it. And um, there was this big festival in, De- in De- uh, Edinburgh uh, on the summertime, and people in the street were playing that instrument. And I was like, what is that? I was like, what is this? I, want, I was really uh, hypnotized, hypnotized by the vibrations and everything. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm to try to do that. So when I went back to France... Um, I found a, a bamboo, I cut the bamboo, and I started to play. That's how it started. Then we started to play it with the band. Then I learned about the story behind the DJ. I learned about the traditional instrument for Aboriginal and Australians people. Yeah, they are the, the owners of, the, of that instrument. Then I started to dig a little bit more in the culture, and I, I found out that it was not an instrument for them, not at all. It's a traditional thing. It's a, it's a missing link between the living and the dead. Spirits. Uh, and the spirits for Aboriginal people in Australia, they emerge from earth, they shape the earth emerging from the ground. And and that digital is a connection with the ancestors. So the digital player uh, for the Aboriginal people doing ceremony that we call um uh, is the, the connector it make the connection with the ancestors. And I was very fortunate to actually met an Aboriginal Australian tribe in Italy, in the beginning of the year two thousand, it was a, a dance group, a traditional dance group, that has been invited for a big reunion in in Milano. And I was not even supposed to be there, but uh, I went with some friends who were selling some stuff as well. I met them people, and I went back to Australia with them, and that's how it really started. Uh, wow. I got adopted and uh, <laughs> was uh, initiated, uh, was handed yeah. up, and uh, I really started to learn the the real story behind the didgeridoo and when i came back uh that's when uh, we really incorporated into the music because everything was easy at that time i understood what was behind that so uh, everything made sense and it was just whatever could be played uh, i could just play on it it was was just natural it was not an instrument anymore Okay,
1: yeah. It, yeah it becomes like an extension of yourself it, it's such like you said the vibration of that instrument the 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 control you need to 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 be able to play it, it it's 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 a beautiful instrument i always loved it there's <clears throat> few instruments like that that really tickle my ear uh did you redo being one in the harp like mm-hmm. when i hear somebody wow. play a harp it's like
0: absolutely it, it's
1: heaven to my ears <laughs> mm-hmm. um We're going to take a little break and we're going to jump to one of your songs and we'll be right back. we're back. We just listened to Rien faire from Soleil Noir. Um, wh- wh- what's the song about? Wh- wh- where did the inspiration for this one come from?
0: Okay. Uh, I would call myself uh, uh, a night owl. I, I, I don't sleep a lot. Uh, I been like that since my teenage years. That's why. Uh, so uh, it talks about um, someone that actually does not sleep, so he's always awake, so he's always uh, aware of things that have been hiding from the people during night, during when they sleep. So it, it's not a conspiracy, but it's like, because I'm awake all the time, I have a tendency to analyze more things, and suddenly I understand something behind the first layer of television, for instance, or, or behind the, the first message on the radio. And it talks about the fact that I see you now, I see what you're doing to us, I see what you try to, to, to trick us with. And it said, and it talks about uh, insomnia and, uh, could I be paranoid because of that? And in fact, no, I'm not paranoid. It's a reality. And it talks about our ability as human beings as, uh, to destroy ourselves because of our beliefs with those first layers of information. So it's a reminder that, uh, we should not take everything for granted or we should not take everything for cash when we listen and when we watch TV. And the best thing that happened in my life is when I stopped watching TV 10 years ago. (laughs) So I'm doing pretty much better since, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes, I haven't watched the news since I moved here. I haven't turned on the news. I haven't looked at Mm -hmm. the news. I don't want to know. I'm happy living in my bubble. Like, and like you said, there's always more layers than to what they tell us. So instead of creating a panic, just keep the news off. Enjoy the music of Soleil Noir and all those good indie bands that we have. See, that's the solution, guys. Turn the TV off, turn the radio on. That's it. Telling you. <laughs> How would you describe the creative process, uh, especially now? Are you guys making music with you being in Canada and them being in France?
0: Yes, we don't do it live uh, because it's too difficult with the time frame. But, um, okay, usually I will start with the guitar riff or an idea. Um, that I'm gonna try to share. So I'm gonna send that to Nico sometime at the jump. Say, okay, uh, I've been thinking of this and, uh, they're gonna have an opportunity to see each other once in a while because they, they both work. They're not exactly in the same place right now. So they have to, to anticipate to meet. Yeah. But they're gonna try to, uh, to, uh, I'm gonna provide a basic tempo, sometimes a little couple of ideas. I'm gonna say, okay, this is what I got in mind. Nico, he used to play the violin before playing the drums when he was young. So he got this kind of, uh, ability to understand what's the harmonics and what's the melody. So it's not only rhythmic. And, and Sub is also a guitar player. He's been, uh, he has, uh, sung in a band and played the guitar in a band before. So they, they, they got those, uh, those abilities to, to understand what I'm looking for, uh, with my idea. Then it's a total free process of create, creation. They do what they want. Uh, you know, that's how we work. Um, I have some ideas. That's the problem that's probably why I don't sleep because those things going to pop in my head. And I'm going to have it played by a uh, opera roll Then I'm going to have it play by a jazz band, hip hop. And uh, I've seen that thousands of times on stage and it's been only 24 hours in my head, so it's crazy. But I try to, to not be eaten by this. And uh, Nico and Seba are, are, are so good at uh, understanding what I had in mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. well when you've been working for so long with each other you know it's not like you've been together for a year you guys have been together for like what over what 20 years we were saying like
0: so the funny part of that is we were active an active band from 1994 to 2008 then we stopped we were exhausted and this is uh when i actually moved to canada to start my life from from scratch again and Nearly two years ago, we were, when we were still in touch and we said, hmm, there's, there's something missing here. And we're, we're not happy with what we got in our life. What about trying again something? And it started like that. And last June uh, was our first, uh, uh, the first time we reunited and we had three days of rehearsal before the first show. So we went to that first rehearsal. We, we did our first song. And when we finished the song, we looked at each other. At that time, it has been 14 years. 14 years since we have played together, and we look at each other, and we we were emotional. It was like it has been five minutes, <laughs> and I'm yeah, you know, I'm nearly crying here. <laughs> it, was, it was very strong, and uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry. It's a special feeling. No, no, don't be sorry. It's raw, it's emotions. Everybody's allowed to have their emotions. It, it's it's very touching when bands, like, worked for so long together, then take a break to just say, you know, we, we're missing this in our lives. Like, you know, like, you guys were apart for 14 years, then it's like, okay, let's get back together. You guys reunite, practice one time, and everything's still there. The connection is there. The bond is still there
0: and it was mind blowing and we were in shock. it was uh, it was it was really uh, intense, intense in a way that we we were nearly paralyzed for half an hour. We were like what's going on here? yeah it was a strong feeling yeah and,
1: and it's great, and you guys now are still together, you're still making music um what's the plan in the next month like are you are are you guys you guys are you planning on going back and having some shows or
0: so this is what we've been working out lately um I just went back from France, uh, we were having a little tour in February, we had three shows with good mates, uh called Baston Baston Club, a punk rock band from uh, from the uh, southeast of France as well, very cool guys, I'll have them send new music to you, that's for sure, and so we shared the stage for three different, play, uh, three different times, um, and at the same time, we had, uh, between two shows, we had two days uh, of studio, so we recorded actually t- three new songs. Uh, that are in the mixing process right now. At the same, the last time we recorded something was in 2005, I think. Uh, so all the music you've been hearing uh, lately is actually old music, but I've been amazed at <laughs> the fact that that music still looked fresh and, uh, that's, that's awesome. But anyway. <laughs> so there are three new songs coming and one of these three songs will be in English. Uh, Ooh. so. It was important for me, even if we, we really assume that we sing in French, uh, we had some English songs in the past, but we, we wanted to be, to be more from our first language perspective. Uh, but at the same time, I've been in Canada since 2010 and I work in English most of the time when I'm up, up here in, in the, in the Queen Nation, the Queen Nation territory. So, uh, I wanted to sing something in English, so. Yeah, there's going to be one uh, for you uh, folks all around uh, North
1: America. There we go. Salé Noir is giving us an English (laughs) song. Um, (laughs) It's pretty incredible right now, guys. He's from France. He's moved to Montreal, Canada, and then he moves in the Bay James. Like, you guys don't know, like, that's Cree territory. That's, like, First Nations. So he's really, like, I have a lot of respect for what you do. Um, The First Nations in Canada. Uh, deserve the good treatment, they deserve to be treated well, and to be heard and understood. So I thank you for them and for everybody uh, for doing what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, I'm very grateful anyway to be here. It's a gift to me. I feel uh, I feel very fortunate. I learn uh, so much every day. Uh, uh, just so you know, I'm a physiotherapist. That's what I do. Okay. And when I moved to Canada, I was just a musician. So I went back to school uh, And I graduated a couple of years ago and I decided that I wanted to work with the people that made me able to be here in Canada. And I thought that first people of the land were the ones I was looking for. Uh, I could have been treating uncle's friends in downtown Montreal, but uh, I thought it would be uh, more fair to try to do the same up north. So that's what I did. And, uh, you know, there's no saviors here. Uh, I just do my job and uh, people, if they need me, I'm here. If they don't, they're going to be able to to, to take care of themselves, like they've been doing for centuries. So, I mean, it's just nice for them, them to have
1: the option now, though. You know, yes, like. There's just a
0: couple more options, but I like the fact that they can do their own decisions, you know, with just uh, Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a nobody here. I'm a, I'm a baby born in that culture. I will not, I will not be, uh, I will not be able to spend a day in the bush here. Okay. You live the community, you're in the wild. There's nothing here. If you want to survive, okay. you need that strong knowledge. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah.
1: That's oh, a, they're strong people. That's uh, that's yeah. one thing for sure. They know how to take care of themselves. That's Definitely. yes. <laughs> but now they have the option of you helping them so and other other people helping them. So it's it's really nice to see the the, the communities being again communities. See, if we all work together, man, this life would be so much better. I agree. Abdi, do you you have any artistic collaboration plans?
0: So, right now, we don't have any, but uh, lately we've been starting to talk with different bands in France. So, we're thinking of uh, uh, another short tour in France, probably in another part of France. Uh, So, we'll see. Uh, Depending on some some news I'm waiting for, uh, I might be trying to plan a little tour in Quebec, actually. In September or October, but that's not sure. And if it's not gonna happen, it's gonna happen in France. Uh, probably in southwest of France or probably northwest of France for the same kind of amount of time. Two, three weeks maximum. Three, five shows. And if yeah. we can, we would record maybe a couple of more songs at that time. So we'll see. Um, beside that, it's all about continue to uh, create. Uh, so I got a few lyrics uh done lately and uh still thinking of a couple of songs and but we've been quite busy all all of us lately so uh, since i'm back uh from france uh i've just been well you know what it is i've been 24 hours seven days on the social medias when i'm not uh, working that means basically you got a you got a cell phone uh, in your hand uh, all the time which is uh kind of amazing <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm not a big fan of this, but uh, I'm grateful it made me able to you know to met to meet you to meet all all those fans uh, and just to being Joe, <laughs> how can I say that Joe dropped about uh the fact that our music was uh interesting some people, and they wanted yeah. to to put that on the radios and everything, so, yeah. We've well, been it, comes on to the,
1: it comes to the next question, you know, like, how do you think social media changed the game? I don't, <laughs> I don't personally like either to be on social media as much as I have to be for this, um, but, yeah. I, I mean, it's a reality of today, 2023 social media.
0: So, yeah, I am no choice but to dig into that, and uh, like I said, it's, it's not... It's not fun to do, but there are good good things all go into that and the, the fact that you can uh, make new friends uh people that share the same passion, the same dedication to music that understand what it is actually to do that on a daily basis, so you can support each other like you said um although the fact that well you know in nineteen ninety six we had to uh put CDs in big brown envelopes and lick the envelope and send it to Let's say 100 people and it, it would have, oh, I don't know, taken us yeah. like uh, three, four days to being able to do that. Yeah, um, and those oh, envelopes
1: yes. end up on the desk there with that other pile of envelopes. And then it's just, <laughs> are they ever going to open my envelope? Guys, you, 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 you guys don't know. If <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about, like mixtapes, um, you know, yeah. like uh, the, the street teams. Like we didn't have social media back then it was the street you yeah. had a team of people that would put stickers everywhere with your yeah. band name on it.
0: And everything you 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 had to to think twice because it cost you a CD and it cost yeah. you uh you know it was a, for any any demand it's a lot of money so uh, whenever you would you would send a CD to someone you would have to make sure that this this CD would have a little bit of interest to that person. So I'm um, less regarding for that now. I'm just clicking, you know, on buttons and everything. But I, I think I kept that kind of targeting a bit. And uh, uh, apparently it has been still a good way to do it because we we had very good answers for a lot of people because I was targeting probably the people that were everything that, I don't know, mostly more in the story than the music, I would say. Yeah. The I see you guys,
1: me. I see you guys on social media though. Soleil Noir, this, Soleil Noir, that. Like you guys are, you have a pretty good social media presence right now. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice to see all those American bands sharing you. That's
0: why it is being insomnia. See, got plenty of time.
1: <laughs> exactly. We can't. No more sleep, guys. We do not sleep anymore. We just do no,
0: sleep. <laughs> have time to do
1: everything. Is that how you balance your music and your other obligation? You just go to work, and then at night just, we're not sleeping because we got stuff to do. We got music to create. We got you know.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I, I see people, uh, on a daily basis to, to, to treat them, to fix them, okay? So it could be, it could be an outpatient clinic, but I the work at current services, which is like an emergency, so it's like a walking. So every time I got a minute, I got my son in my pocket, I'm just gonna spot something, or I'm gonna try to answer to someone, I'm gonna, uh, you know, it's not, it's not what I should do, but that's what I've been doing since a month, so yeah. And I, I mean, think, it's whenever
1: we have time, right?
0: Yeah. You, know, you got so five
1: minutes here, open the phone and try to do as much as you can in five minutes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, it, and whatever pops in, your, in the, on the window, you, you always say, okay, I'm going to answer this, I'm going to answer that. I, I don't think of not doing that anymore. You know, I, I just said that I was targeting people for uh, emails for instance, that I said with bio and music and everything, but when it's about social media... I'm not targeting, I'm just answering everyone, everybody, everyone's welcome, everybody's welcome. And uh, that's the way it should always be, in fact.
1: That, that's the community, absolutely. Um, that's, that's how I see us growing. I encourage people to, you know, support other people in their industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm supporting you guys, but I'm so also supporting, I'm bringing in Bike Stover from the Stover Load Music podcast uh I'm going to have another person that we're waiting not to announce. <laughs> but, um, and you know, we share each other's stuff and we share each other's bands. And it's not a, oh, well, you took this band from me. No, it's, mm-hmm. oh, cool, you got them on your show, too. They're so good. You know, like, it's not a competition. Bands don't belong to a radio station. Uh, if, if radio stations could help each other and start sharing each other's stuff, uh, as much as the music community is doing right now, I think it would be beneficial for everybody. So. Well,
0: you know, maybe they start seeing that too, because we share the names as well. You know, yes. When we share the post, we are thankful, uh, a radio that's gonna hit us, for podcast gonna hit us, so we always name
1: the thing. Yes. And, yes.
0: you know, those other radios and other podcasts, they see that, so they, 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 they see the benefits for everyone. So I'm, a, I'm
1: hoping they catch the wave. I'm hoping yeah. everybody's on the wave right now. It's, it's a pretty nice, uh, I mean, we, we got big bands too on this wave. I mean, we have bands like Sepsis, like oh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I yeah. mentioned them every episode, but they're important to the, uh, yeah. to the industry right now.
0: Yeah, the dynamic is amazing and, uh, uh, you know, from, from, from our perspective in France and with the little knowledge we got with that experience, uh, see the dedication to, uh, uh being to authenticity in a way that is not harmful, respectful, inclusive. Uh don't give a shit about what people are gonna say or church or anything. And showing people that it can be done that way. Yeah. It's just it's just you know it's refreshing and um yeah. Uh, they got huge respect from us and from most of the men here. Yeah. We are very grateful to have them leading the way in the way and uh the this, they're, they're really supportive. They always have a I minute mean, to, to talk to you, to, to, to like, to, to share. So it's, yeah. Oh, well, that's
1: that, that's where we go in round and circles. And it's funny because now Mike Stover is joining the Nix's radio. Hmm. I was one of his first interviews when he started three years ago. And my interview was a doubleheader with sepsis. <laughs> that's awesome. So <laughs> it's funny how three years later, here we are, like all of us back together and we've all split i i i was in the music world and i kind of you know stepped back a little bit moving here and trying to settle and you know trying to record with kids screaming and i'm surprised they're so quiet right now uh, <laughs> but um it, it it's just nice to see the community forming back together it's like everybody's ready to start working again um yeah. other than music and work <laughs> what hobbies do you have
0: Ah, I wish I had hobbies. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: well, uh, I just finished another diploma in advanced practice in my field, uh, which is kind of, kind of a new diploma. So I was like back at school in the past two years working full time and we, we being with the band again. So I am, I'm starting to have my own free time in a couple of days. So it's going to be the first time for a long time. But I travel a little bit here. I like traveling and. uh uh, all the dreams I had to travel when uh when I was not able to afford that where what I could barely afford something to put on my plate um yeah. I'm trying to have that revenge now, so I travel a little bit to uh some islands uh in before Christmas and that was amazing and uh yeah hobby for me is to try to get to know other cultures other people, and for that it's travelling how whatever it takes so yeah, traveling and meet people that's what i like to do yeah.
1: do you ever regret any sacrifices you had to make uh, for the life you have now
0: so i'm 46 i started music in 1991 i met amazing friends and then we did music from nearly 17 years then we stopped and during all that time we were struggling with any kind of problems, financially, economic, economically speaking, uh, socially speaking and everything. But even today, when I, when I step back a little bit and I try to visualize this, it was never a sacrifice. It's just a choice. And I learned recently in my journey this life that there's no good or bad choice. There's just choices. Then things gonna happen and you'll see. And there's no good or bad decision. There's just decisions. They are just things to do is to make a choice or to make a decision. It's going to lead somewhere anyway and somewhere that could be beautiful, but inside what you can do. And for
1: us. Worst case, if it doesn't go your way, you adjust, right? Mm-hmm. Take the risk and adjust.
0: So there was no sacrifice because, you know, I preferred buy a pack of string than buying a, uh, buying food. I preferred, uh, mm-hmm. being homeless for a couple of months and not sell my guitar. It was never a sacrifice. I was not peace with
1: that. Well, that's that's you know it's important that you you're at peace with your decisions and you know like it, music is what drives you. It's a very important thing to you, and uh, I mean I have to respect that. There's
0: you know I had, I had to bury that very deep inside of me during that new life in Canada, starting from scratch, going back to school, being a new school system, not being at school for years, and and try to do something of my life in a way. Something that was more official, something that was more I don't know, I have no idea. I think I was been a kind of a healer in a way, so I need a I need a diploma behind that to yeah. be more, you know, I don't know, official. But uh as soon as we start again to talk with the with with and Nico, it just came back straight in front of me and it was same huge thing that just makes my leg shake all the time and thinking straight to that all the time and, uh, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, you can't you can bury that. It's just going to be there all the time. You can try, but nope. Absolutely. You could
1: try to stuff it down and try to push it away, but it's just going to be, it's part of you. You yeah. can't eliminate something that's so important to you and you guys have done it for so many years you know so if you would have to tell me what is the best advice another musician has given you
0: so it was in 1998 we were just starting to understand a bit better what it was to play together because we are really beginners still and uh, you know you always want to to be proud of what you learn. So you you put a little bit too much usually, okay. Especially in the band, so you're gonna play a bit too much, too much guitar, too much cymbals, too much too much that. So you don't really understand what's the silence, what's the space in the music. How deeply you need some space in your music, some 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 air, some breathing. And we met a drummer, an old guy. Uh, it's called Luke, He's still alive. And it's it was a jazz drummer, and he uh, was doing a um, Arrangement? It ar- ar- was arranging songs for, for bands? Yeah. And w- there was a little contest for young band and we were part of the finalists. So the, it was a very cool, cool, cool thing that they would take them, they, w- they would take you to a house for five days and you would be all together with all the bands. Okay. And every band would record the song every day. And, um, so we went and the, the, the person in charge for us was Luke and Luke, he, it teaches us the hard way. You know, it was so hard on us. He said, You don't know how to play, you little. <laughs> you <don't know laughs> what are you doing here? You, can you play? You're not playing. Play me something. Do something. And he, cha- he challenged us. We wanted to record a song. He said, No way. This song is shit. Do something. Play me some music. And we were like, It, 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 it just left us alone for a couple of days until we finally figured out that he was just asking us to just to, to start to listen for good to each other and that's what we finally understood and everything suddenly took another step and we were about to create some space in our music. So there was a little bit less of this a little bit of that and suddenly there was so much more of the band and everything was just at the right place thanks to him and it wasn't actually, just
1: three guys making music it was three guys playing together
0: yeah and what that's the huge difference so the best lesson we had is to to keep it simple, but in a way that we would not expect it it's hard to define but eventually it's gonna happen and there's something else happening at that time there's a switch and, and okay, what's happening here everything is different suddenly everything makes sense everything is just the pace the reason the 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 intro the breach everything is just i don't know. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to explain but this this well. nothing. We, had, we have used respect for this man. He's an amazing drummer. I mean, when he starts playing drums, everybody shut up. You know? It's just like, okay. And, everybody uh, we respects some,
1: the art, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we actually met him again this year. We invited him to the reunion on the show. He was there. He was still there. He was, oh, you're little, you know how to play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool that he came to see you guys after so many years and that you guys could show him, like, you know, this is what we're doing now, this is who we are. Speaking of showing, let's take a break and listen to your song. Le pays était
2: mis à mort quotidienne. Pense quand j'ai tes pieds, quelques mieles sans fierté, libre de demeurer muet. Jusqu'à la corde, calibrage de la discorde, la pensée unique, insensée Des inégalités, tant d'inégalités, trop d'inégalités, trop tard serré ne coulant sur vos gorges jamais déployer, ne jamais s'exprimer, ne jamais évacuer ne jamais s'évader pour qu'on laisse éviter ce malaise
1: Just listen to Second Sem from Soleil Noir. Um, What's the song about?
0: Second Sem means uh, What We Saw, and uh, it talks about uh, it's a little bit more apolitical. It talks about the society, Uh, it talks about uh, the fact that uh, uh, the democracy we are elected have a tendency to forget that we are part of this democracy and starts to. Change a little bit the pattern. Change a little bit the the meaning of the words. Change a little bit the meaning of the laws. Change a little, change a little bit the meaning of everything. And and if you don't pay attention, suddenly it's not a democracy anymore. So uh, and it says we uh, we get back what we saw In a sense that if you do something and you don't think of what you've been doing and you don't realize that some something not very cool so is gonna come back at you. So I I have a tendency to explain in that song that uh freedom comes with rights but mostly with duties. And that's yes. the message of the song. And it talks a lot about the fact that it would take a good fever, a good a good sweat during sleep to wake up and realise that okay, something's not right here. We need to act as a community, as a population, as a society to change that pattern. But in a way that is not violent, in a way that is uh, just open-minded and, and just understanding better what the system is about. So that's what Circumstance talks about.
1: Well, I mean, we do reap what we sow. Um, that, 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 that is a way of life. I believe in it threefold. Um, so if you put out bad in this world, that's what you're going to get. If you put out good in this world, and that goes for your life too, every day. If you wake up to the tomorrow morning and tell yourself oh, it's going to be a bad day, for sure it's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Don't let it be a bad day. Don't put that energy out there.
0: Yeah, one step at a time, but uh, yeah, you can yeah. guide you to something beautiful if you're willing to.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're allowed to have a bad morning, but don't let it be a bad day. Like, try to change that morning. Come on, <laughs> to, come on to the Nixus server and one of the guys will change your frown to a smiley face. I mean, they're today. They've been completely ridiculous. They they helped me go through a really bad day today. <laughs> that's great. Um, They're awesome. You guys are all awesome. Um, I, I'm glad that I met everybody. And at this point of my life,
0: Well, um, you reap, what you sow.
1: There you go. See, we reap what we sow. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you say music is important to this society?
0: Well, that's a good example. We've been to. Some shitty years lately, okay, and everything changed all of a sudden, and we had to redefine ourselves as a society. And the music industry and music in general has been really, really deeply impacted by that. Uh, I'm talking about live show. I'm talking about uh, uh, you know any kind of event that includes a public crowd. And there was a change in the way people were interacting with each other. We started to become a little bit more shy. We started to stay at home as we were not even forced to stay at home anymore. So the music needs crowd, the music needs life, the music needs stage, and the art in general needs people. And if we stay inside our little bubble all the time, we're actually killing the art, we're killing the, the music, we're killing everything. So we are all actors involved in that art by being together, interacting each and that's the key component of art. If there's no art, there's no people. If there's no people, there's no art. It's deeply inter- interconnected.
1: I agree. And I, I don't know. I know Canada's doing it. I know here in the U.S. I don't know if France is doing it, but the governments are cutting the art programs and oh, yes. the music programs in school. Mm-hmm. It, that's the first connection to most of kids. Like, okay, they'll have music at at home, you know, but not everybody's musical. Not everybody has musical parents. So that's your first connection to an instrument. It's your first connection to something that you can express yourself. So I think that's very detrimental to society. Like you're saying, music is so important. Uh, I mean, through through COVID, uh, music is what kept me going. Hmm. I started a band. Well, I joined the band called Crossover. I'm not making music at the moment right now, but through COVID, we made so many good songs. Mm. Uh, Me being in Canada, them in the U.S., you know, having a feature in the U.K. So music is important to society. It kept a lot of us going through this. And I, I know that the thing that I missed the most while I couldn't get out of my house was going to concerts. Yeah. going to karaoke nights at the bar with my friends, you know, <laughs> like, that's that's what missed. Like I missed the music
0: feeling alive.
1: Exactly. Not like cooped up in your house. And you, you've been in Montreal for a while. So, y- y- you know, uh, the lockdowns that they had us in 8 p.m. curfews like the U.S. didn't see that. Like here in North Carolina, when I traveled, they didn't even have masks.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it was a tough time uh, in Montreal and uh, in Quebec yeah. at that time. Uh, it's been rough, and you can still see the damages, uh, I would say, in the health system. You know, mental health issues, uh, you know, there's, there was a lot of damage that we just had to see the consequences of those uh, uh, politics that, necessary or not, it happened. And yeah. we are going to have to live with the consequences of that in a way that is not a Exactly so what would have liked, what we would have expected, you know. But no, at- people, it was it was too much, and they, they share that too much right now. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Now.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, The the mental health took a, a really big hit, like especially on uh, uh, older generations, the ones that were alone. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, I'm glad that everything is getting. I, I can't even say back to normal because we'll never know the normal that was before. Uh, but we're back to a new normal, I would say.
0: Yeah, it Ish. really uh, redefined things, but maybe in a way it also redefined possibilities. So I'm hopeful that we have a, a bunch new world of possibilities because we were, uh, uh, you know, at the bottom of the of the <laughs> oh, yeah. to be uh, as well as possible and. A lot of people manage to create beautiful things again. I like this word "beautiful." I uh, use it a lot, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I like to see the beauty in, uh, in every aspect of uh, of life. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's good to see that. It, it's good to find the, the silver lining in everything, um, because there is one. Like there's always something hidden behind that storm. I mean, for plants to grow, we need water. We need storms. For us to grow, we need to go through our own storms. And get out stronger after that's, that's what I believe in, um, so with that pretty much we've been talking about my next question uh, would have been like um, how does music help in other areas of your life? Obviously, music is a big part of mine and yours life so how how does it help for you?
0: It's really a hot bit, so it keeps me alive, keeps us alive, and yeah. I, I used to think what I was doing was important i mean my Professional activity and everything. I'm happy to being able to 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 help people with health and fixing problems in the body and everything. That I'm constantly thinking of music now. I'm I'm back at what it was when I was 14 years old. <laughs> it's crazy, obsessional thing that never leave me. So, music does not. How can I say that? It's just the most important thing. Everything on the side is just a completion of. This big heartbeat that I was trying to avoid for so much time, but it's just that in the front now. So yeah, mm-hmm. music is just the key and the, 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 the heart of everything and things are gravit- gravitating,
1: gravitating yes. around.
0: So yeah, that's, that's, that's more how I see it now. I tried to think that it was not the case, but <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs>
1: I mean, we we could try to push the passions away, and we can, but we always come back to it. We, it's nice sometimes to take a break. Sometimes it's needed for you to take a break and push it back to realize how much you missed it, how much it meant to you, um, how much it healed you. Because music, for me, music is a healing thing. Um, that's why it's no surprise to anybody that I started this podcast, the radio, um, because music heals me. Um, I don't care if it's mainstream music or it's indie music. I actually prefer indie music because I don't hear it 24-7 on the radio. Um, so I, I get to really enjoy it and really digest it the way I want it. It's mm. not shoved in my face like pop music radio on the, you know. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, mm. f-
1: for me, you guys are my healing. Like, so keep making that beautiful music. Uh, that didgeridoo, I'm telling you, the first time I played it in the car, manda was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Did you Isn't it?" She was like, "I love that noise. Like I love the sound. so you know,
0: it, it's important that I, I say again that I don't own that music, that vibration. It comes from it comes from my brothers from down, down under salsis, Nora, Donut dances, Dennis uh, Limba as the community, and my adoptive father like Bobby those men teach me the old ways and I'm a little white fellow born in France and I was able to shake a leg with those fellows in the bush in Australia and understand what was the meaning of those vibrations and it's a gift from them and from all the ancestors that that allowed me to do that and sharing that in the band and I always feel like I don't take anything for granted with the DJU. I take it very seriously, as, as you can understand now. Yes. Uh, uh, there's thing you can't mess with, with that, with that thing. You and
1: have me very interested. Like, I'm not going to lie. I am going to, after this episode, go do some research. I, I, I want to see the, the, the history behind it. I want to, uh, you know, I, 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 now I understand that it's more than an instrument, it's actually very sacred to them, so yeah. I, I am gonna go and educate myself on that
0: for sure. I really want to acknowledge that, and uh, I'm uh, uh, just passing on something that I've been very fortunate to be uh, taught with, and that's the gift from uh, from all of them and from um, from the law, from the mother Um,
1: i'm I'm sure i'm sure they're proud to see you though using it in your music and you know discover the world's discovering it a lot of people don't know about it Mm. and um hopefully uh, people listen to this interview and they Mm. learn like i learned today how, how sacred to them that instrument is how important it is to you know their their ancestors and the relation with you know calling them from the ground and it, it's beautiful. It's I, I am I'm very curious now. You you have piqued my curiosity and I will educate myself better. Uh, where can we find you guys? Social media.
0: Okay, so we're on Facebook, Soleil Noir Band. Band, sorry. Uh, we're on Instagram, Soleil Noir Band. We're on YouTube, Soleil Band. <laughs> and you will find us on every platform, uh, every every music platform. We're we're everywhere. Uh, just before we stopped in 2008, we actually had a, a, a kind of a little license contract with one of the first that were doing those online music. I think it was the Believe Distribution. So it's it's a no contract that we don't really understand the rules, <laughs> but that allowed us to have our little uh, what they call the backstage platform and okay. we actually uh we actually uh, can put on songs on that uh, backstage and it's going to be spread on all the platforms very uh, cool so we are very very lucky for that uh, i don't really know how it works or what we should do or not with that so I'll just do it, and we'll see what's going to happen. But so far, we've been able to to go on, uh, yeah, on Spotify and all this. I'm not that well. It sounds questions.
1: it sounds like a distribution platform, a little bit like DistroKid. Uh, that's what I we think, were using. I think what
0: the the ancient the, the one of the first. I mean, we were in 2005, 2006. So it, we were just beginning that we, we you know. You remember yes. those kind of um uh, Napster and all those things and you would have to wait like four Lime hours. wire, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they were try they were trying to change that by us uh, help helping bands? Would would I say helping? I don't know. But uh the idea was to be uh to be uh, to have access to those plat those platforms who were just not accessible for any kind of a so it's been better since we had, like you said, this week we got bank Camp, we got Sun Club, we got a lot of things. But for us, it 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 comes from that period of time. So it uh, it has it has remained sleeping for I don't know ten or twelve years, and then when we started again, I was like, okay, let's click on this. Oh, it's still working. Okay, let's put some music. Oh, it works. Oh, we're everywhere. Okay, cool. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't really know how it happened, but that's the way <laughs> it is. So yeah, you will find us. uh there's other bands called Soleil Noir. I think there's a hip hop band in France. Uh, we respect that. Yes. We, we don't harm any kind of thing. So there's space for every, every kind of Soleil Noir here. Uh, and just so you know, you will find uh, us. We are the three lads with a, uh, someone holding a big piece of wood in the center. <laughs> that's, uh, that's us. That's Soleil Noir.
1: Well, the, the yes, I, I've been on Spotify and I started playing the other band. Like at the beginning when I was just following all you guys, and I was like, I thought it was a rock band. This is not rock. So then I looked again. I was like, there they are. Yes, they're they're Céline. That That's get, that's the guys.
0: It's getting better. We we are a little bit uh, easier, easier easier to find now, which is good.
1: <laughs> well, if there's any confusion um, on that on this episode, I'm gonna have your links to your social medias and to streaming platforms so people can just click on it and they'll be directed directly there. Awesome, thanks for that (laughs) So thank you very much for being here. I have one last question before we go. Um, Same questions that I close the podcast with every time What advice would you give to your younger self?
0: Hmm. So set your mouth a little bit more open your ears and heart a little bit more uh, you're going to do it right anyway because you just want to do it, so it's okay. Just uh, go with the flow. It's going to be fine. Don't stop go. dreaming. right?
1: right. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid to pursue your dreams. You never know where your dreams are going to land you. Never know. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I appreciate you sitting down for me for this hour. Um uh, we're going to make sure to put all your links. Like I said, guys, go make sure you follow Soleil Noir, um, Sade Noir Band on social media platforms. Uh, if you have issues finding them, just come on my page. Just come on my page and you'll see them here. I always share their stuff. Um, you guys are amazing. I can't wait to hear the new songs coming up. I can't wait to hear that English yeah. song.
0: Hopefully, uh, huh? I can't, I can't say when because we're still thinking of when. Yeah. But uh, as soon as I got some news, you will be, uh, you will be the first to know. That's for sure.
1: There you go, guys. So keep an eye on us, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep you updated on Soleil Noir. Thank you so, so much for being here.
0: Thank you.